This week in league, for the second time this year, Jacinta witnesses the slaughter of Kiwis by rampaging Aussies. Paul Gallen ends his Shark Park career the way he lived it, losing. Darius Boyd's Earthside situation reminds us that a punish of a wife beats a legacy 100% of the time. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for the final round of the 2019 NRL season. All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 334 of This Week in League. I'm mate. And I got somewhere to be. <laughs> yeah, this this one is like, yeah, we've had express episodes for many reasons before. Some of them work related. Some of them, uh, you know, illness or, you know, I know particularly like there used to be a stage like once a year I'd get, I'd get so sick that, you know, speaking for three hours, like in the Glen days when the episodes would be like three hours plus. Mm. And it'd be a legitimate worry about, look, yeah, by the end of it, I'm, I may fucking lose my voice. <laughs> I may not be able to speak. Yes. So, that's that's there, there's some reasons in the past for Express episodes. But uh, tonight's Express e- episode is brought to you by two things. One, stepdad was about 45 minutes late because he was uh, tuning a potential or interviewing a potential <laughs> receptacle. Yes. And... Now at not quite ten fifteen, so not thirty minutes later, after we've you know hashed out the first, the opening lines of the show and just you know just had a catch up and all that sort of thing, uh, the text has come through and uh, looks like uh, the interview was successful and. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, we want to leave him with something in the tank. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, no, but you know what? I will not sacrifice the quality of Twill. Uh, well, you're just the usual thing. I mean, the quality will be extremely high, as as we've come to expect from you. You know, except yeah, you'll just be really quick. <laughs> Which is how I do most of these things. <laughs> exactly. Good practice for you know hey, what's you to know, come. We are what we are. You know, Robbie's a cunt, Gallon's a loser. I'm real fast. <laughs> I'm done quick. You're, you're, fucking, you're fucking railing Gibbons and fucking Billy the Kids or whatever. <laughs> quick draw McGraw. Shot down in a bucket to stab dad. <laughs> Lord, I never come first, but I drew first. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I always come first. <laughs> but who's keeping count? <laughs> I spill my sons. <laughs> Call me step gun. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Welcome, new listeners. <laughs> Oh god damn it! <laughs> Fucking hell! Um, so, the, so the, it's pre-story time. No, no actual story time this That's week. It. But uh, like the prequels. Yeah, this is a, this is yeah. It's a very wooden performance <laughs> shot against green screen by and large. <laughs> um, just yeah, you're putting in a bit of Jake Lloyd performance now. Let's hope that. You- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a person. My name is Stepdad. <laughs> Sorry. Um, news uh, this this week. Uh, 
Adam O'Brien has been officially signed as Nathan Brown's successor mm. at the Newcastle Knights, at the troubled franchise, Newcastle Knights. Mm. Uh, they've signed him for three seasons, uh, which will take him through until the end of the 2022 season. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one's basically a, a straight-up commitment, none of this performance-based stuff. And let's face it, Browning did need the performance-based stuff because, I mean, there was a couple of spoons in there before he yeah, got that's- a half a passable season out of them yep. before they went back to more contending for the spoon again. Um, <coughs> look, he comes from uh, a fairly decent pedigree however he he doesn't have you know he started with the storm and then he's you know he's currently the roosters he whilst he has he has a good pedigree and worked at you know by and large his entire career has been assisting successful clubs mm. hasn't had a head coaching role but i mean look at the end of the day he finally gets his shot in the big leagues yep and uh we shall see how he goes. I mean, because it's funny, like, it used to be a thing, like, oh, this is, you know, he was the assistant at the Storm or whatever, and, and that was, like, a sign of, well, this this guy, you know, knows his fucking shit. Yeah. You know, he's going to come yeah. in. He's gonna, but there, there has been then, you know, subsequently, you know, you've got, like, your Kevin Walters and your... <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the other thing that's interesting is it's not like... Brad Arthur. <clears throat> and he's fucking, you know... It's not like all... Clubs are equal in their coaching methodologies no, either. No. So w- what's considered the head coach at one club may be essentially different in its day-to-day activities. Yeah. You know, th- there's obviously some similarities. Mm-hmm. My, in thinking about this, it's, well, hang on, how much of what he does at the Roosters is um, is actually a head coach's role at, at somewhere like the Knights that aren't flush with cash and aren't throwing around the sort of, I guess, uh, coaching teams. Well, it, it would, it, yeah, it would be, it would only be part of it, you'd think, because you know, Trent's obviously doing enough of his job at the Roosters that, mm, yeah, yeah. So that's it. But um, look, you know, I have no, I bear no ill will to towards Nathan Brown. No, I mean, I, it's it seems quite clear that it was the absolute cunts of players. It, it's an interesting thing under Bra- tutelage. Brownie's come through, I guess, as close to an apprenticeship as an NRL coach can get in that he did it in Super League. There's nothing yeah, underneath well, he, NRL that you Yeah, can- well, he sort of failed here and then went to Super League and then sort yeah. of, you know, re- re- yeah, rejuvenated his career somewhat, came back here. Again, I'm saying- Killed well, it again. How else can you actually do a proper apprenticeship as a head coach, you can do one as an assistant. Yeah, well, coach not as yeah, no, no, it's more yeah, it's more like an assistant um, than through to the through to, through so, to graduating. You know, fuck. I mean, the ideal the ideal way would have been, um, you know, like a, a situation where the, someone's the assistant coach and they come through the system, and then the head coach yeah. is retiring, and then it's like a succession thing. I would almost suggest to you, it's almost like Tuvi. I mean, like he was it was fast track, but like sort of Tuvi was you know assistant to Hazel the whole time. Hazel's there, and so then he's come through, and Hazel's yeah. gone, and he's come up. You know, which works because yeah. he understands exactly in the manly system what a head co- head coach does. Yeah, yeah, and he would have had succession, and he, and he would have seen exactly what has been going on, and he and that's you know, it. Yeah, but then how do you know that you know if if Tuves had gone to another club? Yeah, if it's well, hang on the the five key things that he works on. They've got an attacking coach that does three yeah. of those, and everything's just a little bit yeah. different. It's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes it takes time to implement these things, yep. even on players as well. I mean, which is why you know Craig Bellamy was you know completely unsuccessful in State of Origin mm, because yeah. you know he, while while his system is is amazing and and virtually foolproof at the way he can you know you know pull components in and out of it. Yep. 
Not when you've only got a couple of fucking weeks to, <laughs> you know what I mean? To- and and pro- probably not before you've got time to break down the egos of that size. Yeah, and also, they're, you know, their players, you know, that, which is why Queensland was so successful. I mean, <sighs> players that don't need to be fucking coached. Yeah. I mean, you've got almost the Australian team in there. Yeah. I mean, these guys, you know, played together and- for, you know, 10 years, you know, five years plus, and you're going through to 10 years plus together. So yeah. they don't need it. They know Bell- exactly Bellamy's, what they're doing. Bellamy's coaching, to me, a lot of it seems to stem from he instills a big sense of humility in his players. Well, yeah. Which, which I... I think that's in fear. Yeah, yeah so. you know, threatening their children will do that to them. Anyway, it's not like Brownie gave him a hard task to be better than this year. So the Knights will obviously be more successful next season. Yeah, I mean, like you know, him. huge, huge improvement this season. I mean, they're potentially going to you know jump up, you know, up the ladder, like you know, at least you know twenty five to fifty percent. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. But uh, alas, it was not to be. Uh, any other news stories that you want to speak about in particular? Because we've got some. We can talk about the final round scenarios because rather than you know when we're going through the individual games um, af- afterward, we can. Yeah, but I mean, these ones there, I, there are these various scenarios that can lock together. That can make we don't get that we're not getting the blanket finish that that we would have hoped for. Like I mean, there's you know like a. There was a time there where it looked like Newcastle could actually be, you know, where we were coming Newcastle down. Newcastle could make it. Penrith could make it. Penrith could make it. it. This, yeah. yeah, and there was this, and there was this blanket finish where for and against was legitimately yeah. going to come down to yeah. it and all that sort of thing. And it's not really. I think the for and against situation. It's only possibly going to come into play depending on Thursday night. Thursday night's so the, result. That's the thing. The Broncos make the finals pending a draw. Yes, and and in this year, in in this era of golden point extra time, yeah, it, it's so highly unlikely that. And so, in the end, that draw that the Broncos that did have, though, it did, yeah. did turn out to be yeah. critical for them um, because without that, I mean, there would have been some uh, some question over the, the final only, placements. The, the only other major story is that Justin Pascoe has essentially killed the Balmain franchise and club with his mismanagement. Yep, and now and so West have uh, they've put the vote forward to to have the the leagues clubs sort of amalgamated, and now it's like a, a gigantic Wests yep. West run thing. And I, I did see that there was some uh, like loyalist, you know, to say well, maybe you know now now the, the with the situation the way it is now, perhaps we should change it from the you know to from the Tigers to the Magpies. Yep. And then there was an argument. Oh, well, there's you know some children have grown up and they've you know only ever known this side as the as the West Tigers, and it, it, it's essentially what happened with um, the Northern Eagles. It, yeah. It's not so much a buyout, but it's yeah. a, a financial reduction of involvement by one party. Well, I mean, the, the, the difference is there was a, it was a, a true joint venture, the, the West Tigers thing, and they were supposed to be putting in a, you know X amount of money in together. And the reason why they became the Tigers was because one of the West's consortium sided with Balmain over mm. over the Magpie side, so yeah. then they became the Tigers. And uh, where whereas, and I presume that this joint venture consortium, you know, jointly held this license for this club yeah. in the in the football competition, mm. whereas the the Northern Eagles was um, absolute charity. It was like, you don't want the Bears, you're fucking hopeless, never done shit, never won shit, never mm-hmm. going to win shit. But there's like some kind of history that some, you know, dare I say, cuckish segment of, the, of, the, of fandom yeah. holds a torch for. Yep. And so what we'll do is we'll, you know, maintain this through line to your history 
However, the license is ours. <laughs> and and ultimately, you know, that turned out to be a pretty bad deal for the, <laughs> for the Bears. But a pretty good deal for the good guys. So oh, everyone kind of won in the end. <laughs> oh, yes. And then the Bears fans, you know, you know, some of them, the smart ones, you know, became Manly fans. And then, you know, the other ones that- The smart ones became Manly fans. Yeah, I'd say okay. so. And uh, then, and then, the, then there were other ones that uh, became sharks fans. And in any case, both sides of those have been rewarded <coughs> in the subsequent years. Mm. Some more than others. Yep. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Bears fans that went to become Manly fans, yeah, are, are fucking cucks. Don't make yeah. The less, I don't want less, yeah. the Bears fans who went to any other club are are, are fucking cucks. To start with, but the ones more so the ones that became manly fans because I mean, holy shit, some guy comes. I mean, like <laughs> that's like a Jew joining the Nazi party. Like, I mean, he's, you've watched the whole family get killed and you've gone, and Frank comes out of the thing, goes, <laughs> I don't know, they had some snappy uniforms. <laughs> <Did y'all all? laughs> um, so <clears throat> someone came to me and said, Hey, you know, Hugo Boss does our clothes, you get a free Volkswagen or BMW. That's yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> the only other news thing, do you want to weigh in at all on this fucking shit fight of close the Sydney team, open a Brisbane team? Fuck no, because that was something just generated by Channel 9. And I guess they feel, yeah, as, as the by and large, the majority, you know, stakeholder in the yeah. terms of the media rights, I think they just feel like they can set the agenda. So, that, so they've just thrown it out there. And holy fuck, has it kept the scamps occupied for like two, two days straight? You know, probably mm-hmm. three by the time this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. So, the thing I'd like to call out about it, and I'm just looking for the person that posted it so I can give them proper credit. Um, uh, oh, fuck. You're on a reality TV show tonight. Yeah, apparently. Hmm. That guy, that, like, that, that's like a. That's a is fair, that that proposal show? I have no idea, but it's a fair resemblance, eh? Hey? Yeah, it is. Um, and, and again, I say this. I had a a date last week with a girl that was on that proposal show. Oh, I fucked her. No, didn't. <laughs> didn't. Um, I sent her packing. I sent it to you. No, I um, <laughs> it was a, a breakfast breakfast catch up. So apparently, it's harder for me to trick girls into bed during daylight. <laughs> I don't know that sort of haze of um, things. So, <clears throat> okay, now here we go. Uh, it was Stephen in the Facebook group put this yeah. in there. And and this fucking sums up the entire fucking thing. Oh, fuck, I just closed it. It's great to have all that fucking dead silence in an audience. This, I was going to say, this is fucking, this is absolutely um, riveting. I just closed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I anyway, so we put in there, there, there was a story from- Fucking noted shit cunt journalist Paul Kent um, from earlier this year. Yeah. I, I want to say about March, where it's ridiculous to put a second Brisbane team in and ridiculous to close a Sydney team. And here's why. Okay. Then there was an article a couple of days ago. We must close a Sydney team, <laughs> and we must. Like, it was. Yeah. Just the opposite. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. Now I'll give him one out here. And figure I didn't read either of the articles. Yeah. I don't know. He may have in this recent one said, I wrote an article. I was not wrong. Three and I've had an ago, opportunity to rethink it over the last six months. And, and here is yep. the information that's come to light that yep. has maybe changed my view. Because yep. I want to put this out there. I'm not against people changing their views yep. when inf- new information comes to light. Yep. 
kind of pretty confident that he hasn't done that. Yeah. And it's just more absolute- Based on past track record and clickbait shit. Yep. Um, And my stance is there is not enough fucking talent for expansion. And no one's been able to yet explain to me what the benefits of relocating a team are. Uh, yeah, and then there's also there's also the other you know granular stuff about you know when you're selecting teams to relocate and everything as well because I mean, you get some teams that are completely privately owned they're harder to fucking mm. they're, hard, they're harder to move like Manly not going to Re- move Manly but- relocate no mm. yeah. fuck yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> the only way you the only, the only way you can do it is by throwing in a fuck ton of benefits for them to do so like <clears throat> yeah know, we'll give you, you know, x amount of cash money we'll give you yep. x amount discount on your cap or the you know. only way the the revenue for the game these days is so heavily focused in advertising revenue yep. tv rights is to have a new market so the only place that expansion or relocation even makes sense is perth or adelaide mm-hmm. when the game can go to the tv station and say we've now opened up your viewership by potentially this much so pay us this to much another more. state completely yeah, that's it yeah that has been you know thus far untouched by that's it. Yeah. For what are you going to do? Yeah, Get more money years. by going. So those people that are already <clears throat> watching because they're Broncos fans, they're just going to still watch. And any assertion that like a fan base for a team that's relocated is going to trans is is going to transport across with that team. Look, put it this way: I, <clears throat> you know, if if you had a kid, and only because like I remember what it was like, yeah, having a team local that yeah. you could. You know, get to and support and have that as part of your, your yeah, life. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But then I look at the Titans and go, there were people that did that for the Gold Coast. And what's their fucking kids' experience with rugby league now? Yeah. Ash Taylor. Yeah. So why would you do that to a child? Yeah. Fucking stupid mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's just all fucking bullshit. I mean, believe it when I see it. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, my, I, we, I'm sure we have this discussion every fucking year. But my my uh, take is exactly the same. I mean, if you want to move my team to fucking Redcliffe, bring it on. I'd mm. love to go to fucking. Mm. You know, I'd love to have the ability to go ten minutes down the road to like you know ten to twelve fucking games. Yeah, a year. Well, fucking, that's a fu- that's a good stadium. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not NRL <laughs> level because I mean, it doesn't hold nearly enough people. I mean, it would barely hold ten. I reckon now with that new stand that they put on the other side. So I, I still, was, I thought I read it was twelve somewhere. I might yeah, be wrong. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, final round scenario. So, so this week we still have some scenarios. We don't have the blanket finish that that, that I desired, but no. we've got we've still got some. Um, and obviously, you know, you desired because you wanted to be alive in the last yeah, week of the fucking competition. That, that was my main concern. But uh, uh, so, Storm and Roosters is going to be one two no matter what happens. Um, Canberra have an easy game against the Warriors in Canberra, and the Warriors most certainly do appear to have, have packed their fucking bags for the year uh, based on last week. So they should finish third. But in the unlikely scenario they lose, they could finish fourth. Um, South, so the first of the ones that actually mean anything is the game on Thursday night with South are playing East. Yes. South must win to ensure a top four finish because <coughs> they don't have that much of a buffer for and against on Manly no. either. So it doesn't take a particularly heavy loss for them and then a particularly heavy win for Manly on yep. the following day to swap places there. And, um, and more so than that. Souths haven't been in terrific form. No, they've not been at all. steadily improving heading into the finals. Mm-hmm. But this, this I think, is a more important win for them than their position yeah, on the and, ladder. And I was kind of holding off on that one until I saw what the teams were. And the Roosters aren't resting shit. No. And this is and this is one of these things with the with that whole locked in twenty one, and then you need to reduce it at later in the week. 
you can't go. You you yeah. <laughs> you, you can't just go swap out an entire fucking team on yeah, the day of the game it. and put like the Reggies in. So the Roosters have signaled their intentions. I mean, there's some injuries in there, but they're actually bringing guys like Cronk's coming back and uh, yep. someone else like Cordner. I think well, is he coming back? Yep. And so. So they're definitely not taking it Which, as look, like a Cor- tank. Corner's had a long time off, so you're probably yeah. looking to get him fit more. Yeah. That's your priority. But yeah. um, interesting yeah. on Kronk. And uh, then we move down. Um, Manly is tied intricately into the fate of Souths. If South lo- South lose, then Manly be all out to try and win. I mean, or, or, you know what? It's you know it's a dilemma, isn't it? I mean, do you... You know you're going down to Melbourne for Melbourne in the first week of the finals in Melbourne. I mean, do you want to play? Do you, do you want to take that game? I mean, I assume you just want to get the double chance no matter what, and, and you know go all out for it. Yeah. Um. Certainly the way that I'd do it. Uh. You, you kind of control your destiny a little bit though. Um. In terms of this game against Parramatta as well, you'll you won't know who you're playing, but you know you got the option. You can cho- you can choose to play Brisbane. Yep. Or you can choose to play. The winner of a meaningful last round game in yeah. in in, in uh, West Tigers or, or the Sharks, so you can kind of have a little bit of control over your destiny. But the big one, obviously, is West Tigers and Sharks. Yes, couple of things at play here, like the whole scenario where Brisbane can Brisbane can lose and the other ones can draw and go through together and knock yeah, them out. Not going to happen. <laughs> Fucking pie in the sky. Even if there were some kind of gentleman's agreement, may I let me just remind you that the Cronulla Sharks feature a fucking Paul Gallen, the West Tigers feature Robert Farah Esquire, both of whom are absolute honourless cunts for the duration of their career. And you can just fucking imagine. Yeah. You could just, just just imagine if, okay, we're going to play out this extra time to have a fucking draw and we're both going to go through. Happy days, shake on it, let's go. They get through the Golden Point extra time. They get to the second period of Golden Point extra time. And then fucking and Corey been- Thompson is running it out from his fucking uh, fifth tackle kick. Yep. Gets slammed, no- knocks it on. Yeah. Instantly. Can you, you know, Gallon's like, fucking this set. <laughs> <laughs> or, or likewise, Robbie Farrah. But it's like, all it is, it's just, it's 10 minutes. Like five, it's five each way. Yep. Of just. Gallon fucking hand-breaking attacking sets. Yep. And Robbie Farrah trying to pot field goals yeah. from fucking 45 out yeah. and just shanking them to the left and giving away seven fucking Paul Gallon hit-ups. Yeah. Yeah. It- yeah. <laughs> so that's like that's absolutely pie in the sky stuff and it's not it's not going to happen. So let's like, let's just nail nail Brisbane in. Yep. for for the seventh position. So these these guys, oh sorry, is it eight? No, seventh, and then these guys are playing for eighth. So yes. you know, tough tough game. I feel like you know both teams are in form. I feel like the Sharks are, are, are a better side, but you know we will we will see what happens on the day. Well, I, I would but suggest t- that this game rides and falls on. Benji Marshall in the game. He's just been. He was. He's actually been. It's not like nostalgia, yeah. old person good. He's been legit good the last yeah, couple of weeks. That's it. Yeah. Well, he he has been legit crafty playmaker. Yeah. You know, with it, it's like he's he's got like sort of one or two turbo boosts in the tank. You know, <laughs> not like ten when he was a kid. Yeah. And he just knows exactly when to use them. Exactly when to, he's uh, yep. he's having a fucking blinder of a season. Yeah, and, and you've got. Situations as well in this game as well. I've seen that they've got uh, Robbie Farah and Umbai in the, you know, potentially names, yeah. potentially coming back. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, and you know what, Sharks. And guess when the guess when the West Tigers you know got their late their late run together 
when those two were fucking gone. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that really. Um, and sharks. Yeah, I would not put past them to be fucking having the the chewable ginger and the fucking ginger deodorant and all this shit. <laughs> fucking get out there on Embi. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just don't. As if you wouldn't. No. You just you you'd just be like nothing but ginger ginger beers exactly. and shit in the lead up to yeah. the game. Like you're tipping it over your fucking head out of Wetting fucking Yeah, and just like just pound <laughs> pounding the can, tipping the can straight over as you run out, like <laughs> <laughs> But uh that and that one's meaningful for a couple of reasons. One, the winner makes the finals. Two, the loser and then we move into the next game that matters. People don't think it matters, but it fucking matters to me, damn it. <laughs> And you, yes. <laughs> Panthers playing the Knights. That's it. If the Panthers do what they're supposed to do and defeat the Knights, then the Tigers losing would consign them to Knight and their destiny would be reached. <laughs> <sighs> so, it's, so it's a twofold thing. I mean, the, the, the Sharks have to do their job, but also the Panthers have to do their and job I as well. I can't rely on this team to do anything it is supposed to do at any stage of this year yeah. at all. Yeah. I agree. It was it was, dis- it was disappointing. I did not think, I did not expect to see them not live yeah, this weekend, yeah. and that would have been. I mean, I haven't even looked at the for and against. I mean, you didn't you didn't lose much on that game the other night. No, so but our, our for and against has been fucked all year. Yeah, but I mean, there are uh, you probably oh, you're more yeah okay you're far more fucked than anyone else you're yeah, dealing with there. Okay, so shit. so if you had well yeah, but if you, if you had have won that one, you'd be sitting in tenth at the. Oh no, you'd still be sitting the exact same. Oh no, you'd be but, sitting in tenth ahead of the Knights, yeah. and then a win would be. A chance to get you to twenty six, which it. means you'd you'd have like a you know the Broncos lose. They would just add an extra wrinkle to it. I think yeah. you still there, probably there were two games. It. We should have beat Brisbane. Yes, and um and we should have beat uh the Cowboys. Should have beat Cowboys, yeah, for sure. So that should have guaranteed it, but we didn't. So fucking there you go. Yep, and it was a good stretch in the middle there, but it was kind of a Newcastle stretch too. New, you and Newcastle were fucking dominating the competition. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. that in that in, injury is, origin and, period. And he, I, I thought back on this, and I've gone back over it and the, the ups and downs and this, and how the fuck Penrith managed to get into oh this year their competition favourites, and all yeah. I put it down to is that they looked great. When you that stage when all the penalties were being doled out and yeah you, you couldn't lie all, in all over the ruck and it was just free flowing, more attacking football. Yep, Penrith did. A, they were one of the teams that did amazingly well out of that, and that was when everyone last year was saying, "Oh my god, they they look like fucking world beaters. Look at this young kid; yep. he's running a lot." And da, 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 da. and at the end of last season, they fell off. It was just sort of by default that when they were talking about teams. Because the Panthers had had that run the year before. That's what yep. I put it down to. So, Other factors come into play, though. I mean, they also change coaches. Oh, 100%. You know. 100%. So, yeah. and uh, when you've got a low-energy coach that brings a more low-energy style of play to the side how because the fuck, he's always fucking dying. How the fuck do you take the energy down from <laughs> Anthony Griffin? I know. I know. I know. I know. How, how, you can look at Anthony Griffin, at Anthony Griffin and say, wow, like... You're looking tired, Anthony. <laughs> but you remember in science class when there was when there was zero? Yeah. And then like you learned that there was this thing called absolute zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got that's it. You've yeah. got you've got you've got, you've got the, the, the hook griffin coaching scale and then you've got then you've got the Cleary Calvin fucking scale. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's all low energy, but there's just levels. Book <laughs> equals C plus 273. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yes. Excellent. Um, so I don't think there's any no other real news and there's really stories no to talk about. chaos possible, so... No, and the doggy, yeah, the, the, we, had, we had a ridiculous doggy situation where, like, it was mathematical to the max. But I think them losing and Penrith losing robbed us of another two possible variables. Yeah. Because, you know, the, with the doggy season potentially alive and, a, a, like, a live game against the Broncos that where they could control their own destiny somewhat, yeah, yeah that would have, uh, you know, made it a lot uh, a lot different. But unfortunately, we just had, uh, at this time of year, it happens. Yep. And a couple of teams fell off, and you know, we at least we've still got almost to the end of the season. I mean, to decide the ninth position for the Tigers if they were to lose the yes. the two o'clock game That's on it. Sunday, the Panthers have the last game of the round. Yep. So at least we've got there's something to yeah, exactly. You know, there's there's something to you know be suspenseful about, and to you know right. going into the final round. That's it. Recaps. Thursday night, Cowboys 15 defeat the Doggies 8, ending their season at 1,300 teeth. Uh, and ending 1,300 teeth as a as a venue. Is it being rebuilt? Well, I mean, there's that building, there's a stadium going up there, but what the what it's called oh, and everything. I mean, yeah, well, we, we may need a we may need a new name uh, going into the next season. So I guess we'll see what this one's pans out to be and you know medicare provided dentures well let's like let's let's see what they you know who the naming rights and well it's it's flashy and new and i assume it's fucking taxpayer funded for cunts so <laughs> uh crowd of just over fifteen thousand. uh the cowboys 15 tries to felton right uh kahu and bolton with conversions a penalty goal to kahu and also a field goal and doggies eight tries to Ockenbore and two can no, sorry two penalty goals to Meany. Yes, to all at halftime. <clears throat> Pretty clear that this half they just you know went went back and forth, not really throwing too much at each other. In saying that, they they didn't do too much wrong, but it certainly wasn't enterprising football. Um, unfortunately, young Meany who has had a fucking Decent end to his season. Like yep. the, I, I can't think of too many occasions where there's somebody who's playing fullback, which is you know probably their preferred position, and get shifted out to the wing and and handle it with such uh, you know humility and 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 good nature that young Meany has and still gets out there and does his job. Like look look at the shit cunt that replaced him. DWZ is the sort of guy that whinges about the position he gets to play. Gets out there and he displaces a young up and comer. <laughs> don't, don't think I've seen DWZ kick a conversion. Well, DWZ was largely engine, which fucking, which which powered powered this late season surge by the doggies. And, uh, um, and uh, the the fact that he was, you know he became injured. Uh, it was exclusively Harua and Ara that got him to this position. <laughs> exclusively. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, even even. Right out to the end, though, the, the dogs had enough opportunities to win this one, and I think it was just in little areas like that, like setting up for a field goal properly. And like that's really, yeah, that's what fucked them. Constructing a set. 
because because there, there was a grind. There was that eight all grind yeah. for ages, and it was there were periods there where the doggies had really good field position, but it was sort of you know thirteen minutes before the end of the game, or whatever, and they weren't even thinking. You know, after a couple of times when you've fucking gone down there and dropped it or you know done nothing and you know, and ended your set you know just with a you know a hit up or something five meters out. Uh, you know, it probably and when you don't have a, a shit ton of points in you as a side, I mean, it probably pays to kick a field goal anyway and just get yourself on, the, you know, get on well, the board. It changes the dynamic of the mm. game all of a sudden. The other team's playing from behind. Yep, and it's only one point, but it yep. can change the mentality. And if there's anyone that's mentally weak in that team, you can yep. get an advantage. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that last try. I mean, you know, less said about that, the better. I mean, it's a fucking load of yeah. shit, but yeah, and. And it's just little things for the dogs, like yeah. stuff like okay, well, there's pressure on us, and we're bringing it back from our own end goal. Fuck, give give it to Ockenborn, yeah. the cunt with the highest centre of gravity in the entire fucking league, <laughs> and get him to run out of his normal fucking position. Yeah, like just little things like that that more experienced teams don't do. But um, yeah. Uh, GT351 underscore John's uh, shit way to end our Mission Impossible run with that shitty effort tonight, but at least we didn't have to watch the game go into extra time. Still, hashtag proud to be a bulldog. Uh, Ollie George underscore. Surely Scott Bolton's most memorable NRL moment was being a grub in Bondi and getting pinged for it. Or getting away with it, really. I mean, yeah, I, th- like- I think his most impressive thing was that whole big fucking song and dance I made about he's going to have to go to every club and stand do in a, front of the players. Do a TED talk this, about this, this. It ended up being he had to do it at one time and the players had to come to him and there was something else on so no players turned up. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking hell. And like, you know, that's that's just, you know, the players players being the players as well. Yeah. I mean, they're like, let's look after our boy, not fucking put him in this position, you know, put him in this situation, yeah. you know? So, so I could probably come out from the, the RLPA. It's like nobody go because we don't want to see our, mem- yeah. our member... You know, it's emotionally distressing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the cunt already looks like the guy from Quantum Leap on Human Growth Hormone. <laughs> like how much more fucking, you know? Yeah. yeah. JDHD, the passion and optimism from Dogs fans after a late season resurgent for the third year in a row is just adorable. Wake up to yourselves and try and understand this is as good as it gets for you. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy McIntyre, now I can understand why two teams played for the Jonathan Thurston Cup. What an absolute cunt of a game. That uh, is quality. It is. Mr. McIntyre. And... Uh, <laughs> Chris, I feel sorry for the people who have to watch games like this to produce a free podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on. In the spirit of Express episode, Souths 31 defeat the Warriors 10 over in Mount Smart Stadium. Just over 15,000 there too. Uh, the Rabbits tries came uh, They had a double to Murray. Alex Johnston and Dane Gagai also with tries. Reynolds, four conversions, three penalty goals and a field goal. The Warriors tries to Pompey and Malmullo and Luke, one of two conversions. Fuck, I tell you what. It, um, it's a big race this year between Cam Murray and Bateman. Mm-hmm. For my uh, my celebrity uh, exception, now you got that thing like with your wife. Oh, well, like the like the the the, part, the free pass the free or whatever. Pass, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you're not answerable to anybody, so no. But in rugby league terms, I'm <laughs> yeah, saying, that, yeah, yeah, you know, to to have a favourite player outside your team. Oh, okay. It's um, oh, so you don't want to fuck either of them. Is that <laughs> that's not what you're saying? Didn't say that. Yeah. I mean, cause, I, because, 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 let me fr- be clear. I did not say I didn't. Because, frankly, 
there's a there's a, a, a you know better than average chance that both of them will be free on grand final weekend and things can be arranged <laughs> <laughs> um he, he just oozes effort every single time he's on or around the ball yep and we've seen it time and time again that you can have all the skill in the world you can be as athletically gifted as you want but it's those the big moments are the effort moments. Mm-hmm. The Warriors to their side of things it would the you know they you, you sum them up. There was that one set where they had their their diamond of four or five absolutely cracking defensive tackles, but then they give away a penalty on the fifth. South march downfield and score on the next set. Yeah, they, they were their own worst enemies again. Um, nice little flourish where they had the. The break by Nicarima, um, but the once CHT went, yeah, and he, he's been such a surprise package for them in terms of the energy he brings. He's a very good attacking half, but also defensively, just a, a fucking little bulldog. So um, Walker's growing in confidence, game on game. It's it it really is you know the not peak South Sydney, but they're they're raising at the right time yeah it says there's uh well i wouldn't say it's rumors but i mean with with manly um sending appy over to penrith yep. to save a million dollars um that'll get, no doubt go into the pockets of the turbos um potentially isaac luke we might get him in for a pinch hitting mentoring you know substitution role a bench no, or which I which I don't know would be a, that would be a bad idea. Not at all about. I think idea. I, I would. I think is in terms of mentorship. I think he'd be fucking huge. And I also think he's the archetype of a player that does. You know, some players doesn't really matter about the coach. Other players yep. is here. He would definitely do much better under a Des Hasler style. Yeah. No shit tolerating. Yeah. Yeah. Coaching approach. Yeah, I agree. We're bringing full circle from, I mean, back from when I remember the first time I, I was aware of Isaac Luke was um, in a 2007 finals series, which was like the first series when Manly were back in the finals. And it was, and it was the first one where Souths were back in the finals. Yep. And it's when Russell Crowe, the fucking drums and the rest of it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was this, and it was this final, the first final was, uh, the round one of the finals was at, was at Brookvale. And I was sitting directly behind the South bench and the whole fucking time just giving it to Isaac Luke. Cause he's, he's small fucking guy. Like yeah. he's, he's a midget. Yeah. And I was like, hey, little boy, did your mummy know you're out there? <laughs> just give it to him the entire fucking time. <laughs> Yes. Oh, good time you think of fuck man the time flies that's like 12 years ago now <laughs> he's a whole career under under there since um levius or chinius wherever he's calling himself was on facebook i can't remember what he is now <laughs> grub cunts last week it was the cheap shot on oats this week they take out our future star chd when will they be held accountable when it was an act of war and i hope jacinda takes action <laughs> uh grover fuck i tell you what yeah it's a shame her teeth weren't hanging out in that mosque that day <laughs> Fucking deflects some bullets, those things. Oh, that's there's there's a reason why there's a reason why uh, it's it, it you know when you have these these beautiful occurring uh, occurring things you know mathematical equations in in nature like Fibonacci sequences and everything. I mean, there's a reason why they use that angle, uh, you know, to, uh, for cattle catchers on the front of trains. <laughs> I mean, it's just effective. <laughs> 
Oh, 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 effective, as, as, as the case may be. Uh, Grover, disrespectful field goal from Reynolds, the good one, not the grub one, to ice the game with the left boot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, very disrespectful. And yeah, I mean, I dare say icing is not really <laughs> the term. Uh, Maybe like icing on a cake. Yeah, okay. Broncos 17 defeat the Eels 16 at Suncorp. Crowd just over 33,000. The Broncos tries to David Fafita and Darius Boyd. Uh, Osako, two conversions and a field goal. And two penalty goals too, sorry. Line break. And uh, the Eels 16 tries to Sivo, Ferguson, Kane, Evans, Moses, one conversion and one penalty goal. Do what? Look, that f- honestly, you know, loose fingerage and, and sex offender nature and also, mm. you know, just, just ugly cunt in general. That fucking try, that put down. <laughs> well, that guy can fucking put a. Tr- yeah, <laughs> that guy can score a fucking. Can. He can score a fucking cartwheeling midair he's, he's, bullshit try. He's a, a poor man's Toto. <laughs> what he is? <laughs> well, yeah, Toto. Toto has to get across the stripe, right? And his team's not really providing him many opportunities to do so. Yeah, but Toto does it when he doesn't need to. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he does it for the love of the flip. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Toto's like, like, Toto's like, there's, there's not a defender 15 meters yeah. away, but just in case, I'm gonna, under, I'm gonna untend this that's, fucking. That's what, hap- that's what happens when you recruit from prayer circles. Okay, they're just waiting. They, be- they believe that one day they'll actually fly. They're just waiting for the day. <laughs> every time, you know, you see players mutter before conversions. Yes, you see him every time Toto goes to score. He's like, take me now, Lord. <laughs> Um, fucking for feeder, Jesus Christ! How, I mean, like he, he he's obviously uh, you know a powerful fucking season in general, mm. but just like the last month, it feels like he's just been absolutely fucking beast mode, like and, rampaging. And always this this whole year. Um, again, Br- Brisbane season was going to to live or die on their forward pack, mm-hmm. and they went through that stage where they were just world beating one week, but then. Nowhere yeah. the next week, and consistency had been their issue. Fucking, if Fafita's found consistency, God help us all. <laughs> Honestly. Um, interesting thing on this one and another one, and this is no fault of the young man, it's other people. I, I really hope he doesn't do a Ben Hunt to the forwards market. Yeah, I mean, he start, I, I did see a headline say, I didn't read the article though, I did see a headline saying that, you know, that, that people are throwing a million at him and so I don't know who, but that was the uh, that was the headline. Yeah. I, I just hope that clubs are getting smarter than that. I hope that clubs are starting to see that a player and exactly how they are at that club is not a guarantee of how they're going to be at your club because that that's a product of the people he's around. Yeah coaching, you know, where he fucking lives, how long it takes me to get to training, a million other fucking things. The problem is it's not that it's not necessarily that teams go, Wow, that guy's fucking beast mode wrecking ball. We're gonna pay him a million dollars because we feel that's a million dollars worth of fucking beast moding. Mm. It's more like shit clubs like Gold Coast, for yes. example, are like to prize this young good player away yeah. from their club, yeah. we have to pay him thirty percent more than yeah, what his incumbent's gonna pay him. And that's where that's where it really comes up. I mean, but but then again, you get and yeah, bad example because he's locked down for a long time. But ima- imagine if JT up at North Queensland was mm-hmm. on six fifty. Yeah, you know, and and there's this guy getting a million bucks a year. 
Yeah. He he goes straight away to the club and he goes, hang on, I'm I'm on six fifty. He's on a mill. I've won a premiership. I've played for, I've played internationally. Yep. You know, I've done this every week for years. Mm. And then his value goes up. It yeah, must be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Yeah, different contracts at different times as well. I mean, it's all there's always the next big contract coming along, and the next person is being paid more than the guy who signed the big deal yeah. formerly. Yeah. Tell you what, though, my standout in this game was fucking Junior Paulo. Yeah. He threw the fucking cutout pass. Yes. Yeah. And there was a stage where he did a fucking gallony, like fourth tackle hit up. Yeah. And I forget who it was that had him up the top, but Seguiaro has gone in at his legs and a full body like dive, yep. shoulder tackle at the back of the cunt's knees and he did it twice and just didn't move. Yep. Anyone else buckles and yep. fucking pulls over. <laughs> he just didn't fucking fuck his big. Um, Parramatta were just scattered. Brisbane were far more coordinated here and their forward pack dominated. And remind me again who kicked the field goal. Not Milford. Exactly. Osako again, given the job. And uh, Milford, I tell you, you were talking about fucking Kyle Felt and his ability to turn sideways and be invisible. <laughs> Holy shit. Milford can, Mil, little fat, little fatty Milford, he can do it better than Kyle Felt ever could. Yeah, fucking I mean, he can. Trouble is, though, Kyle Felt goes invisible to the opposition, which yeah. is what you need in that situation. <laughs> yeah, Milford just goes, he goes invisible to all and sundry. <laughs> the, uh, the real TK is that uh, Boyd has disappeared more than the Balmain Leagues Club. Ooh. Hashtag Boyd's magic trick. Hashtag Balmain no more. Hashtag Magpies in decline. Well, it's Magpies in the incline, really. So Tigers in decline. Um, <laughs> but am I wrong? Or was, was Boyd man in the match? He was awarded man in the match? He earned the, like the, year, yeah. I saw that thing with the, you know, like the, at least one. the Channel 9 or whatever yeah. one, wasn't it? Yeah. 1.6 mil just paid itself. Yeah. Look, end of the day, you take that fucking money anyway, dude. I don't fucking care. Right. I don't care if you have to play for Tweed or fucking yeah, whoever yeah. the fuck. That's it. Just take that cash, make them pay it. Fucking yeah. Uh, little Buffalo, fuck Para. How do we make Darius look good? Hashtag playing players into form now. Yes. Um, Shanta Kane Evans scores his first try since Chapo's last good tweet. <laughs> and he was not held up at all in that try. Uh, Nathan on Facebook said, after the roundabout commentators last week, Channel 9 just called Milford as field goal specialist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, um, Alexander, the Eels let Fafita slip through their defensive line like Jared slipped through the US justice system. <laughs> bung, bung. Knights 38 defeat the Titans for... In Newcastle on Old Boys Day in front of a crowd of barely over 8,000 in attendance. Ooh. The Knights 38 tries to Pierce, Barnett, Hunt, Watson, Bradman, Best, uh, Matautia, and Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Mason Lenor, five of seven conversions. The Titans, four, uh, came from a try through Riley Jacks, and that was it. Looking at this, I know the Knights deserve some credit. Fuck up. They're probably going to be disappointed with the amount of credit. Okay. More like a payday loan <laughs> than anything else. Um, but with all the talk of, uh, you know, people were pissed off at the game plan and the game plan was only around Pierce and Ponga. Yeah. I, for one, had been surprised at the form of Mason Lean all this year. 
Like, yep. He was incredible when he had to fill in for either Green or Johnson at the Warriors last year. Yeah. And went to Newcastle and just went, like, he, he was backwards more than the political opinions of a, a North Queensland resident. <laughs> and, and this game, he looked as dynamic as he was against the Warriors. Now, I understand it wasn't against any sort of decent opposition. And, and I don't know if it was the Titans that gave him the confidence to play like that or there was the players that felt a bit more free to go away from a, a Pierce Ponger-centric game plan. Um, I, get, I, I would I would imagine that the players are free of what they perceive to be their mm. biggest. You know, I think that I think they the players or at least a senior group of players wanted to get rid of Brownie. They got their way, so like fuck, we're happy now. Now we're going to put in a training. Now we're going to put in on the field. It's fucking worrying, isn't it? Well, it is when it's, you know a professional sport and these these motherfuckers have been playing you know paid plenty of money and you yeah. would a- anticipate that well this is the thing the baseline the, the baseline sure you're going to get results differing based on the team and the talent and the team and all that sort of thing week in week out however you would like to say that there'd be a baseline of effort from the people in the team that have been paying very well to yeah, participate you know what i mean like this whole yeah sure you can make more mistakes one week but the effort should always <sighs> be yeah, unquestioned. It, it's one. It's one of those, you know, chicken or egg, with, you know, circular logic problems yeah. where you go, okay, so these these people don't want to put in because they don't like the coach. Although it is the coach's job to understand how to get the best out of his players. So if he missed the fact that they've all got the shits with him, yeah, is he doing his job properly? Yeah, go back as far as you want. Um, and Titans just fucking honestly, they're, they're, it's like they're trying to get old mate to backflip yeah. before he comes down to Australia. There's like Sammy's doing okay. Uh, Fotoaka, he's like yeah. he's, he's like kind of okay. I still think he's probably overrated though. Like I think he's just, I, I think he looks good because they're such a fucking bad team. Yeah. Um, and like yeah, Jai Arrow is obviously you know Arrow and Wallace are there, and yeah, he's injured, but Don's yep. You know he puts in. But yeah, I mean yeah, there's not you can't really. There's no, there's no silver linings at this stage. Correct. Big Dan, about fucking time for us to win, not for the three to be created. <laughs> Mind you, if we didn't win, they may as well be run out of town. You don't lose on Old Boys Day. However, wow, what a what a disgrace to Old Boys. Yeah. Old Boys Day was like one of those days where the Knights didn't matter who they were fucking playing. You know, generally it'd be against a good team, not the Titans. But I mean, a team where yep. maybe they weren't supposed to win. Yep. But it was packed. And they'd put the effort in. I mean, mm. sure, they put the effort in this game. I mean, you can't question that. But, wow. To, I think it's their lowest crowd in, I don't want to say how long it was. I think, look, I want to say 20 years, but maybe it wasn't that long. It was a fucking long time. Though. And can you, when, when you- There could, was a statement made by the people in Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. It, it was too too big of a drop for it to be, oh, the weather shit. Yeah. It was too big of a drop for fucking hell. Like, what? Was this a Sunday? No, it wasn't even- It was Saturday, yeah. It wasn't it was, even Father's Day. It was a Saturday afternoon, yeah. yeah. Every father was visiting someone in another state, there wouldn't have been that big yeah, a problem. No. So it, it was definitely a comment on the team and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And and when you can and when you say like, oh well, this team is you know with yeah, a couple of spoons in a row, and they still was turning up in you know, over yeah. twenty thousands to those games. Yeah, wow, they really fucked them off. Um, I, I even don't get the feeling. No, like normally, when something like this happens to a club, yep, the, the fan base sort of gives you a feel one way or another on. Like when when the Titans got rid of Brennan, yep, the sentiment to me seemed to be 
fuck, don't don't think this was all Brennan's fault, but something yep. had to go, so yep. shame it was him. A lot of these guys here seem to still be on the players at the Knights. They're, yeah. Okay, well, you've got rid of Brownie. You, you need to win us back, though, as a playing group. Yep. So. Yep. Hammers, and I, I put more effort into my morning shit than the Titans have all year. <laughs> Fucking cunts. <laughs> Love you, Hammers. Michael, uh, my two-year-old would show more heart out there than Titans players, and he'd probably defend better too. Holbrook will be wanting to quit before he starts. Well, no, he wouldn't because he wouldn't be there because Bryce would chase him down with a coat hanger <laughs> and then sneeze on him. <laughs> and Cruzy said, uh, poor Tanner, what a debut for the young Broncos junior. Yeah, some raps on the kid, didn't they? There were some raps on the kid, but I mean, I was, I saw, I saw like his statistics in the in the the Q Cup mm. this season. He's fucking pretty. I mean, I think that, that I think I think he's a uh, he's a uh, Q Cup side better off without him, and uh, yeah, he didn't yeah. show he didn't really show me anything <laughs> in this game. Fair enough. <laughs> the mighty Manly Seagulls six defeats the Melbourne Storm thirty six at Brookvale in front of a crowd of just over fourteen and a half thousand. And when you compare and contrast that with the uh, the Knights one, I mean. That's probably one of the the best crowds of the year. I mean, and it was fucking disgusting, pissing down rain weather. Um, yeah. That's oh, like it, it, in that's the trend also, in the trend era. That's eight thousand <clears throat> fucking crowd. That, that's also a essentially a top of the table clash. So you can't really compare that with the Knights versus the fucking Spurs. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, but you, but then when you compare and contrast with the fact that the Knights, no matter what, are always turning up, like you know, not the capacity, but like yeah, yeah. to a to a fairly fucking large amount. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's true. I mainly obviously you know bought a large amount of goodwill with the with the fan base again this year with Desi home back and what he's been able to do with the team. Yeah, um, Storm thirty six came and tries to add Carr, uh, Justin Olin with a hat trick, uh, Nelson Asafa Solomona and Pappenhausen. Yeah. Camp Smith, five for conversions and a penalty goal. Manly tries to Paseca and conversion, Ruben Garrick. This one was largely, it was just a bit of shock and awe. I mean, with Tommy getting injured immediately. Yeah, it's and, rough. And, just, and we've had games where Elliot's been on the bench, and if that had been the case, I mean, you know, maybe it wouldn't have been their night anyway, but I think it would have been a much, he's, I feel he has much more fucking utility value if someone in the back line anywhere gets injured, because I feel like he can, he could play on the wing at a pinch. He's played in the centres heaps this year. He's played fullback heaps this year. So there's not as much of a reshuffle. And then this reshuffle that ended up with Parker and Suley, who haven't played next to each other ever, and it just got fucking just, just like they just got fucking raped. And that was it. that was yeah. literally the difference in the game, coupled with Melbourne playing an excellent brand of like just like wet weather football like kicking it early and kicking it deep into the corners and yeah. blah you know <laughs> yeah for making waiting for the mistakes to happen blah blah yeah. blah my thing with melbourne and it's so fucking apparent in games like this it is mm. so fucking obvious yep most teams you can see that they've gone out with some sort of game plan most weeks yep in games like this you know that melbourne are on the field this is what's fucking scary about them they're on the field every week with 15 game plans in their head that everybody knows and understands their role in. Yep. And then, depending on the situation, they've got the people in charge who go, right, it's this one. Yep. And everyone just goes, okay, this one, I know this one, and they just slot in and do what they need yep. to do. That's what's so fucking scary about the Storm. Yep. Um, the best thing out of this one, though, is have you seen the videos of Tommy trying to lift his arm? Yeah, yeah. I, I literally just like just before. Looks, I mean, well, what he was showing, he was showing like he was showing like the way that he's fucking the the shoulder, the like this yeah. way. Yeah, 
but the weirdness with he the looks fucking exactly tear. the same. I went down a YouTube hole a little while ago <laughs> of people in America getting tased, <laughs> and you could just put him in one of those clips, speed yeah. it up a little bit, and his face in that video looks like somebody getting tased. Yes. And now, and, and now Manly's left with the, the, you know, the, well, you know, the Seagulls and hopefully they can do the same, you know, they can, they can run the, the parallel storyline to the Philadelphia Eagles in the, in the NFL, uh, you know, two years, two seasons ago when, uh, they had their MVP destined assured MVP quarterback mm-hmm. injured. The journeyman came in <laughs> to replace it, took him to the Super Bowl yeah. and won <laughs> against um, against a biggest. I mean, serious, the biggest cunts team. Serious ever. Serious question. Yep. Like un- understanding how important he is for your team. Yeah. At what stage on the good player to biscuit axis does does he start becoming a, a liability? Oh, I don't think anywhere fucking close to it. I mean, that was just. I mean, if that if it hadn't have been raining that night. That it wouldn't it wouldn't have happened. I mean, it's just like a fucking freak thing where it's obviously wet ground and he slipped. And also, just the fact he just he wasn't entitled to make the tackle, but he was still trying everything to do it and just got slipped into a weird position. I mean, at the end of the day, if it had been like uh, like a hamstring injury or something, like something that has happened before, that that's- then you go fair <clears throat> enough. Okay, but like when it's when it's something. <sighs> When it's like that, it was just a fucking freak injury. Okay. And I mean, it wasn't and it wasn't like a recurrence of anything that's ever happened before. So, you know. That is some fucking Josh Dugan level deflection, but cool. Josh Dugan, may I remind you. No. <laughs> refused to play a game <laughs> because he had a fucking boil. <laughs> the difference between Josh Dugan and almost I'd- every other player in the competition. I, don't, I say almost every other player because I... I can't think of anyone, but I I may you know I don't disc, I don't discount the possibility one exists. You reserve the right to be wrong. I reserve the right to be wrong in not to, but in not saying that Josh Dugan is the only player who who on multiple occasions appears to be willing like trying to find reasons not right. to get on the field. Most players are like, look, fucking cunt that he is. Even like you know while we're throwing credit out, big fucking you know how we feel about this fucking guy. Robbie Farah broke his fucking leg, and he's that cunt's still looking for a way to get onto the field. Yeah, but he's doing it for himself, which doesn't count. That makes him as much. Yeah, as yeah. I'd be interested to see who's played more games this year, Effort Face or Dugan. I would say I would have to say that Tommy probably has. Okay, but um, you know, yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna to be tough without him, but uh, yeah, we've won plenty of games with uh, with Elliot in fullback, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw I saw some things going. Oh, Manly, if you know, fucking, they're they're like four and four and seven or something without you know without uh, Turbo on the side. Be that as it may, at least three or four of those games also didn't have Cherry Evans and didn't have you know, there was numerous players out in some of those losses as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, throw, throwing out a data point and yeah. using that as reason the, for the problem. The problem is, though, like I think they'll be fine mm-hmm. this week. I think they'll be fine in the first week of the finals. But at this time of year, when you want to get deep into the finals, you're looking at like that thing, that extra gear to, to you know, yeah. and he's and he's the extra gear. So it'd be a fucking monumental effort to you know yeah. overcome top four size in the finals. Um, Grover, I see. Ha ha ha! George taking dick fingers to a new level makes a couple of hits and puts a cue in the rack. That fucking hit was the only highlight of the game, though. Mm. For any, like, it doesn't matter who you support. Yeah, that's the, good, that's yeah. that's the only fucking thing that people are gonna yeah. g- gonna watch going forward. And you know what, though, <clears throat> this was such a fucking great example 
that was such a fucking highlight. Right? Mm-hmm. But George got up and Munster got up. Yeah, and, and the, everyone went on playing rugby league. The best fucking thing about George when he he hits cunts, there's like nothing. There's like there's no cunt in it. Yeah, it's like he doesn't he doesn't hit them and then keep you know stand to his feet while he's still driving his his yeah, shoulder it, into the ground exactly. and like you know sneering and blah blah. You know, exactly. he just hops up, play yeah, on. That's it. And yeah, and Munster got absolutely fucking dominated, lifted, but got up. There was, yep. He got up and he was kind of like you know he got he got checked out afterward yeah. because it looked like he had like some sort of shoulder maybe, yeah. but um yeah yeah no it's fucking great. And it's funny because like George was never really he was he was never hitting people like you know that much in the Matai era. I mean mm. and sure I mean there's you know there's probably no odds to two players shoot out of the line all the time. <laughs> yeah. But um and the fact that he went he'd cross completely over to the other side of the field yeah, as well like it. he was like hitting the centers on the yeah. wrong side of the field uh, just beautiful just beautiful fucking timing and technique and legal and it just shows that that rugby league can still feature fucking great hits like that that yep. that aren't going to get you sent off or That's suspended it. or yep. you know penalized or whatever yeah. um Ed council creeper Manly got the softest binning of all time at a crucial point of the game and did nothing with it. Biggest pretenders in the NRL. I must admit, they fucking should have done something with that. But that was fantastic. Storm, like, um, just, okay, it's the situation, and let's fucking take control of it. And just, yeah. and, and just, and just with long kicking into the corners, in the rain, and just, and letting people make mistakes or waiting for people to make mistakes, mm-hmm. which, they, which they fucking did numerous yep. times. Uh, Fat Harry Lazy. Tommy Turbo doing his best Paul Walker impersonation, sitting there while Manly sees him <laughs> crash to the <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there's Sam, a reason he's a special one. Hopefully, Pell can shore up, can help shore up <coughs> Manly's defense better than his own. Ooh. I don't, I don't understand the connection. <laughs> he's your number two ticket holder. Tony oh. Abbott's number one. George Pell's number two. Yeah, what happened to the fucking? I'm, I'm, I'm sure we've got better ticket holders than that. No, you uh, don't. Stuart, the game went downhill after Fox stopped repeatedly showing the hit on Cunster. Would have won a Logie if they showed it for an hour straight. We felt it up the hill here in Belrose. <laughs> the Roosters twenty-two defeat the Panthers six. The SCG crowd of uh, just over 11,000. The uh, Roosters 22 tries to Verrills, Mitchell, Tedesco, Tupo. Latrell Mitchell, two of four conversions and a penalty goal. The Panthers, a third-minute try to kick out, a conversion to Cleary. This game, I have to say, was just one of the biggest, like, foregone, like, suspenseless encounter, apart from the first five minutes. Uh, Yeah, the the first half of the first half... Penrith were in this game, and there was almost a feeling that oh fuck. If Even can- when it was six all, like, it just it still it just felt inevitable. Yeah, and um and I think the Roosters definitely took longer to get like a commanding lead than I expect, expected That's them it. to. Yeah. But the whole game just had this vibe of inevitability about it. Like, well, yeah, you you got a team that's fucking dropped out of finals contention, playing against a team that. Yeah, uh, I yeah but even when you haven't been going great, I mean, there's yeah, there's there have been a lot of games where you felt like, well, fuck, you know, like Panthers and all my score here, you know, the energy, you know, the yeah. energy goes up, and nah. look, we, yeah, we, not we this performed, one. We performed well against the Sharks. That was probably the only time we were out of expectations. But <clears throat> the Maloney's in France already. Yeah, oh, he's fucking gone. That cunt is and, fucking cruising down the fucking French Riviera, and it it showed up, and yeah, you know, he. He's done great things in the NRL, and he's won premierships with multiple clubs. And he's shout out to Origin game two this yeah, year too. Sensational, hell, exactly. But but it it seems to me that he hasn't evolved his game or his play style past young Maloney. So mm. you know, Luke Keary at the moment is like a more structured and thinking James Maloney. 
but just that explosive, you know, run, runs a short side better than almost anyone. Um, Maloney's in that stage now where no one around him knows what he's going to do. Yeah. And especially with such a young team around you, what you need in your elder statesman half is some stability. Yep. You know? And even if that, you know what, if that's fucking boring for you for 60 minutes, fucking deal with it. Maloney's great. He's led the league this year in forcing repeat sets. Yep. But that's probably more of a point to that in that he'll put through a nice little grubber, but- not like, deep enough that, it, that they have to let it go, yeah, let it go out, but know. not also not planned enough that there's someone that who there's could someone have ready to conceivably got onto the end of it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, and and then even in this game, to get the Roosters back in the game, he he just gives away a fucking stupid penalty. The Roosters go repeat set, repeat set, and then lucky to get away with the, the two people knock on in what should have been a try. Yep. Then he fucks a kick. Then he goes in with a stupid fucking head high. Yeah. Like it's just, it, realistically, when you're playing the Roosters, what you're trying to do is keep them out for as long as you possibly can. You don't yeah. just want to invite them back no. in. That, that's not how you win a game. And fucking hell, Sione Katoa. Like, <laughs> say no more. <laughs> what, what do we need to do? You know, I, I am actually considering creating a political party and like that. That fucking what's his name? Um, uh, Fraser. The Fraser Anning. Yes, that guy. He got elected to the Senate on nineteen votes. Yeah. Right. Can I please have fucking twenty cunts vote for me? And I'm <laughs> running on a platform that I will just stick fucking anyone named Yoni Katoa in the seat, and that also means the fucking good one. Yeah. Sacrifices have to be made, Cronulla. <laughs> you say does that is ban- if your name's Yoni Katoa, you know you are banned from uh, rugby league. No, fuck rugby league. You're banned from like living. Oh, you gonna, okay. <laughs> yeah, you are actually going to yeah. execute them. Okay. Now, I'm not racist enough to say I want him banned from Australia. That's not how I roll. Okay. Everyone's welcome here, but I'll fucking drown you. <laughs> <laughs> that can't fucking seriously. And he's not the biggest problem we've got because there are other players that I haven't actually put in. Jesus. He's a problem in the sense though that he's still there to be picked. And then he gets picked, and the results are always exactly you know what? what you think, what you pre- fear. I would prefer that Cleary went, you know what, Wade Egan, you're not an 80-minute hooker. Mm-hmm. My preference, though, is to run with you exhausted and unable to move for the last <laughs> 20 minutes of the game rather than have Sione Katoa put on a Panthers jersey at any stage. Yep. It, but maybe that's the thing. Maybe in fucking Cleary world, Katoa's moving at normal speed. Yeah, maybe know, that's yeah. the fucking. Yeah, maybe he looks at him. and He's like, "Wow, um, good hustle, good hustle, Sione." <laughs> you know, Fisher Harris, I thought was solid again, and and it, it's the shitty thing with him when he he was going in there trying to rattle cunts like a good forward should, trying to you know get some dominance back for his team. But when no one else is going with you, when no one else is upping their line speed, yeah, you just become a cunt shooting out, and if yep. you miss, you create gaps. Yep. So you, you go from someone trying to be dominant to a liability very fucking quickly, but yeah, Fish was close to the only one I thought was putting in a decent amount. Fucking sad effort. Graham on Facebook. Glad I'm flying home from Malaysia during this one. What an abortion of a year. Yes. Yep. The uh, the Cartwright DNA still courses through the <laughs> veins of the club. Um, Fat Harry Lazy. Uh, the young Panthers are getting analed like they're in an Epstein tape. <laughs> 
Oh, he's topical. Topi- he's topical. So, topical. And uh, so how, how how quickly we, we, we start talking about Epstein tapes when it was only, you know, the start of this season when all the tapes were coming out of Panthers' fucking <laughs> dressing rooms. <laughs> well, you know, some of them, uh, the rumours have been tendered as evidence in the Epstein trial. <laughs> uh, Hamish on Facebook said, you know, it's going to be smoothly run game with Mr. Henry, Mr. Smooth Perinara himself in charge. Yeah. Uh, you're fucking, you 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 can eat so many of those. Don't you? If you eat too many of those Eclipse mints, it's, doesn't it have a laxative effect? Or is this the kink that this well, one's? I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure what she's expecting of me, so I just need all bases covered. <laughs> you're just gonna rock up there, and she's under a glass table, and she's like, "Fucking." <laughs> ah, I see you have a hammock with no seat in it. <laughs> Uh, Rishi said, uh, all blah, blah aside, that was a far more spirited effort from the Panthers than I anticipated. Good for them. But missing the finals is a shit kind of a situation. It is. The uh, Raiders 15 defeat the Sharks 14 at Reclaim Australia Stadium in in Gallon's final game at home. Crowd of just a tick under 19,000 in attendance. The uh, Raiders tries to uh, chance Nickel Clockstat, Nick Kotrick, uh, Croker, two conversions. Three field goals to Aiden Caesar, and Sharks had a, a double to Mulatalo. Braley also with a try, Jaden. Uh, Townsend, two conversions. Sorry, two field goals. And Flanagan, once again, the goal kicking. Once again with the goal kicking Sharks. Yes. And I'm not going to bring that stupid fucking article up. Fuck I just that. did, but yeah, fuck that shit. But yeah, costly. Very. Very costly. Worrying thing for me, if I was a Sharks fan in this one, is the Sharks have been a lot of things, but haven't ever really been that team to take their foot off the pedal. Yeah. Even if they're not, you know, doing well in attack, they just seem to at least stay in the grind defensively. So they might be struggling putting points on, but they'll at least make life difficult for you from a defensive point of view. Yeah. And in this game, and it was summed up, and everyone's seen the replay a thousand times by the fucking... Aaron Woods effort when Croker's returning the the ball from his own in yep. goal like the, the cunt's jogging yeah. and that's peak state of origin Woods oh, that's, but, yeah. but a little bit of effort there and that changes the whole momentum of the game Canberra don't get those points mm-hmm. and the Sharks are putting pressure on them on their own line um Canberra, I think, you know, a lot's been said that, you know, oh, geez, that it was only the Sharks and they couldn't do this and they couldn't do that. and they, they, they. They've had some fucking big games over the last month. They had three, fu- they, they had the yeah, yeah, tough, game against, t- tough game against East, tough game against Storm, tough game against Manly all yeah, in a row, yeah. That's it. So they've, like, they're going in there fucking close to to running on empty. And, and again, you try to look for positives here for them to get into a hole. And especially with the mental demons of Raiders past. Yep. For them to go, okay, fuck, we're in this position. We're not uncomfortable with it. And we're going to fight our way back. I think that was an important win for them. Okay. the uh, Let's go to the tweets. Special K online. Dear at Scott Morrison MP, please deport Chad Townsend from my from my shire and country. His acts of treason against our people can no longer be tolerated. CC at the TWI League at New South Wales Police at ASIO at Jesus. <laughs> that was a bit that put it over top for me. All those. 
uh, biggest tiger. Imagine the anxiety of someone like Milford watching people kick five clutch field goals in a single game. <laughs> Hashtag bullseye sarco. Hashtag Father's Day puns. Uh, Michael on Facebook. Sean Johnson making sure Gallon went out the right way because you can't spell Gallon without the L's. Tied on Facebook. Awesome finish, but shouldn't have gotten to that point. Raiders were off their game. Well-deserved L for the grubbiest grub of all grubs. Mm. uh That wasn't nice. Then it was nice. <laughs> and finally, Hammers. Fitting that Gal was wearing a Titans jersey for this game. L. <laughs> <laughs> the Tigers 42 to feed the Drake. Out there as well. I think... Yes. I- I forget who else said that, but how appropriate is it that now everyone that owns that jersey <laughs> just remembers the loss? Yeah. Like his entire career summed up in an article of clothing. Mate, I fucked it. Speaking of articles of clothing, I've they were selling fucking shirts as well that day. And I've seen people with these, these fucking, abs- and you know who you are, absolutely fucking horrible, you know, thanks gal bullshit merchandise that that shit is bound i mean you wouldn't you wouldn't even thanks for what though thanks for being there when when fucking maloney carried you to premiership in 2016 and ben barber fuck i don't know that's it yeah thanks for letting barber take the fall for the fucking team coke binge you cunt and then ruling you out of going back to back oh yeah thanks for making the place so fucking uninhabitable that valentine holmes didn't want to be there anymore yeah. He's got a lot to be fucking thankful for. I mean, we're talking legacies. Yeah. Uh, the West Tigers, 42, defeated the Dragons, 14, at the SCG crowd, just over 9,000 in attendance. The uh, Tigers, a hat-trick to Momorowski. Uh, Garner, Marshall, Brooks, and Taylor with tries. Momorowski, seven of seven conversions. The Dragons, 14, tries to Ewan Aitken and Gareth Widdop. Uh, Widdop, two conversions and a penalty goal. Tigers on a run. They are. I mean, they, 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 this one really fucking blew out towards the end. Yeah. But there was a, a, a period there where the dra- where the, you felt like the Dragons were, you know, back, you know, could be in the game. I think it was like 18 14 or something like that. Yep. Dragons with all the attack. And you go, well, okay, they could do something. But no, they couldn't do something. No, fucking not at all. like just. I mean, speaking of teams that have put the queue in the rack for the season, yeah. they've done it a fucking long time ago. They probably yeah. did it the, the time the second or third appeal of fucking. <laughs> Tabellan <laughs> went south. And I'll tell you what, fucking how bad you feel for old mate McInnes, who in a shitty season has been, has a, been a, boss. Uh, a a tradesman like effort. Yeah. You know, well yeah. Well has sort of fallen from grace a bit if you think back to origin time last year. He was in serious contention along with Damien Cook yeah. for New South Wales hooker. Yep. And and looking at that now, you can't really even imagine there being a discussion about it. Yeah, but no, at the um, time they were, yeah, they were they were neck and neck. Yeah, so in the running. Um, fuck, that's a, a shitty way to. Have there been more breaks this year, like broken bones, or do we just? It feels like it, hey. Like that's... especially the last couple oh. of, like yeah, we had yeah Joel Thompson with the broken arm, we had Farrah with the leg, we had McGuinness with the leg. Yeah, there's been more too. I know I'm yeah. I'm forgetting them. But that's just Who like the last the comp- three weeks. Who had the compound one where it was sticking out? Oh, fucks me. I don't even remember. Who did have there that There was one? someone, because there was the, the Yao Yi comparisons. Oh, okay. Fuck. Who, fuck, how have I forgotten that? Yeah, anyway, I can't remember. Someone tell us. It's repressed. It's not forgotten. It's repressed in cases like that. I don't normally refresh 
you know, repress uh, ad hoc orifices. <laughs> yeah, I can fuck it. It's called nature's opportunity. I don't have anything else to say about this game. Good on your Tigers for at least making your last round live. Jim Man Bear Pig. The Dragons have gone beyond the odd cheeky strangle wank and gone full Hellraiser puzzle box. With the GST signs, your Urban Samurais and Jamie Sowers, you summon Mary. What were you thinking? <laughs> and you keep coming back for more, you sick fucks. JDHD. If anyone wants me, I'll be watching the 2010 Grand Final on repeat and buying a couple of those one meter long Toblerones for what I hope are obvious purposes. <laughs> uh, I, lo- the- I love the fact yeah. that the education of the future of the nation <laughs> rests wholly and solely on the outcome of Dragon's Game. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, first time scoring 40 points in consecutive games since 20, oh, sorry, since 2005, attempting to win three in a row for the first time this year in order to make the finals, playing the final game at Leichhardt for Robbie's farewell. Yep, this can only end one way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Russell said, uh, yay, league didn't hurt me from the inside this week. Also, Tig Pies with a positive for and against. That's a rarity this late in the year. I'll tell you what. There's some, some sentiment around Robbie Farah from Tigers fans. Yep. And it reminded me of a story. Okay. There was, in World War Two on um, Iwo Jima, mm-hmm. the island. Yeah. Iwo Jima. I don't know how you- Iwo, Iwo Jima. <laughs> no. Round eyes. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm just telling you the name of the fucking place, dude. Okay, that's fine. I, I forgot you're like, you're a ponytail away from being one of those guys with samurai swords on his wall. <laughs> Where's a kimono out to markets? Um, I actually did train uh, swordsmanship when I was over there. <laughs> um, and I don't know about how you, the rest of your geography apart from places are, but the, the island runs north to south in world war Two, the u.s army were trying to take the north end mm-hmm. of the island and so there's the entire army and they're focusing on this big battle ahead of them but then to the east side of the island was another hill that had no strategic purpose whatsoever uh, and was of no value to anyone and the Japanese were you know, on that, but there was one lone fucking US soldier who was standing on top of that hill by himself for no strategic reason to his army or nation, <laughs> um, and that became known as Fuckhead Mountain. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought I'd give you a history lesson, and it reminds me a little bit of some Tigers fans that I've heard of. Oh, I thought you were going to say it reminds, it reminds me of the, the when the, the Sharks have, have thoroughly beaten the Tigers this week. No. And, just, and there's no- Just like one guy standing on a useless well, fucking well, hill well, by himself. Well, what I was going to say, when there's no strategic possible fucking reason for a, a Balmain fan to look at the scoreboard, you look up on the scoreboard, <laughs> sitting there having a beer, he's fucking Robbie Farrow <laughs> on his own version of Fuckhead Mountain. <laughs> That's it. So. Yes.
Okay, as it turns out, it's not that much of an Express episode in the end. Uh, previews. The Rabbits take on the Roosters Thursday night football. A uh, very important game, this one, in the, in, in far, as far as the composition of the, the top four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Roosters... Uh, as we said earlier, Boyd Cordner returns, Cooper Cronk uh, returns, Crichton drops to the bench, and uh, Takeaho is injured. Uh, otherwise, uh, Amone replaces Kyle Turner on the bench for the Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs, obviously, will be going for broke in this game. The Roosters, I thought, might be resting some guys, but it hasn't eventuated. So, uh, look, I expect the Roosters to play to play to their capacity and win. And if they could win by 50 or something, that'd be fucking deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be much appreciated. Uh, yeah, 100%. A lot's been said this year about South and their forwards and that being the, the crux of their season. I'm actually more inclined to suggest that their outside backs and especially people like Johnson and Walker playing with confidence uh, are just as important, if not a little bit more so, than than the Burgi. Uh The Roosters are getting to be that almost storm level of highly drilled team. Mm-hmm where this time of year you would think they're a professional enough outfit to to go in there and, and do what they need to do to win. How fucking good is Brett Morris, though, too? You know, like, fucking 73 years of age. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah. he's like, he's not there just on fucking brand name no, value, value brother, and experience. It's, it's he's, not even- he's, going, he's going pretty well as well. Mm. But Brett Morris in a team... Like, like I mean, the sharks. The sharks aren't a terrible team by any. I mean, they don't have the fucking brand name value across the back line that the Roosters no, do. And and so for Brett Morris to be in that side, not on fucking name value and yeah. veteran experience yeah. level alone, he's actually contributing like a motherfucker and fucking looking know. amazing, like yeah. winding the clock back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, look, I expect the Roosters to win. And if they Correct. could win, if they could win by thirty-two points plus. That would be just fucking dandy. <laughs> Give me something to look forward to. Um, and it takes us through to Manly versus the Eels uh, at Wankbest at 6 o'clock, the pub slot game. Uh, okay, so what have we done here? The, the Eels have uh, Tepai Moroa and uh, and Stone coming into the side, replacing Penny Terrapo and David Gower on the bench. Uh, new Corey Locke. Okay. Nothing there. All right. Now, the, with the Manly side, we've got um, Brendan Elliott comes in for Tommy Turbo, as we expected. has happened numerous times this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Waddell comes into the, the starting pack uh, in the second row. And Sean Kepi named in the, actually in the 17. So they're actually bringing a youngster in mm. for the first time this season. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of him. I mean, I, 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 from what I've seen, I mean, he defends okay. I don't know what his attack's like, but at the end of the day... If if you if you can be just an attackless fucking brick wall at this stage yep, of the season, that's all you want. <laughs> slide, that's all I give a fuck. And just make you know make, make a couple of meters every time you rock it, and just take the hard hit ups. Yep. Um, looking at the bench, I don't think I don't see any other real surprises uh, in there at all. Like you're indicating any potential niggles or anything. Yep. Um, so otherwise, it's a fairly stable lineup. Obviously, you know with with the big loss of uh, of Tommy though. Um, and I, I the Eels last time they they didn't fucking stand a chance against us. This time, I, they're still. I still feel like they're almost the most inconsistent fucking side in the eight at the moment. Correct. Still, I mean, South's had their time, but I mean, you can see that they've gradually started improving. And while they're certainly not nearly like you know that storm, South's Canberra, yeah. South's you know, not so much that, inconsistent as they just had a good old form slump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Eels are, are so fucking up and down at the moment, and yeah. you know, coming off a, a loss to the Broncos, I mean, yeah. I, it's, it's just hard to fucking say. You can't pick the Eels in this one. You can't. 
All right. Um, and so hopefully, Manly, we'll see how they go. But uh, look, if Elliot, if Elliot can fucking, if he learns the draw and pass, because <laughs> he's had, in games this year, he's had, from off the top of my head, he's had at least two, maybe three clean fucking yeah. line breaks where he just hasn't passed what would be a certain try. Yep. Um, <laughs> the Storm take on the Cowboys at the Korean Housewife. Uh, Brody Croft comes back and decides to partner Hughes. Munster, with his shoulder injury uh, sustained by getting murdered by uh, George Tafua, is out this week. I don't think it's bad, though. I think it's more of like, yeah, we'll just rest him with some minor premierships locked up. Um, the Foxes are getting a rest as well, so Shandor Earls in the side. And uh, Kamakamika returns on the bench for Brandon Smith, who is rested. Whoop, whoop. So... Uh, I think even even with the with the terrible Shandor Earl in the side, uh, the the Cowboys nothing to play for down in Melbourne. They're just going to get fucking destroyed. Yeah. Josh McGuire is back in the side after a, a, a reasonably lengthy suspension for being a grub cunt. And I did see the headline article where he was like, you know, determined to repay the Cowboys. How? Yeah, they've paid you to sit on the sidelines for five weeks. Yeah. How, what are you repaying them with? Yeah. Money. Yeah. I hope it's money. I, I presume it's like, you know, rambunctious, enthusiastic, grub-free play, but, down, you know. The Raiders take on the... Well, sorry, it's Storm, obviously, by a million. Yes. Um, the Raiders take on the Warriors in Canberra. Okay, the war, the Raiders squad... Rest City, Clock, Nickel Clockstad rested, Rapana rested, Soliola rested, Bateman rested. So Bailey Simonson goes into fullback, Michael Oldfield onto the wing, and uh, Chris comes in, Sebastian Chris comes in for Rapana in the, uh, on the other wing. And fuck rest, hell. rest, 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 yep. rest, rest, rest. rest. And you know what? And, and you know what? They'll still fucking destroy. Yep. Okay. So, so like, Peter Hiku yeah. and Patrick Herbert out of the Warriors side. Oldfield's not a slouch. Croker's playing. Cotrick's playing. Ashford's playing. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is this is a blast from the past, guys. But uh, you know, Christmas is coming. First try scorer, whoever's lining up opposite Blake Ashton, <laughs> fucking lock it in. They're going to rock straight through. The uh, doggies take on the Broncos at ANZ. Okay, so DWZ's out. So Hopper back, Hopper Jr. back to fullback. Uh, Morgan Harper debuts in the centres. Remus Smith is the other centre. Uh, Kerrit Holland injured, so yeah, that's probably not a bad thing. Turpin in at halfback. O'Sullivan drops the reserves. And um, they've taken Shibasaki off the bench. I mean, because fucking hell, why would you... How you could carry a shit player, yeah. a shit backline player, a centre on the bench... I don't know, but um, although he is made because his name is so close to Shitasaki, he's mm. he's just made for this show. Yeah, so. I, he, he is. He is. Um, I like to think we could be like slightly more clever than that, but yeah. Okay. Well, we hope he tries to punch someone so we can call him Shit Karate. <laughs> Look, I think that the I think that the the Broncos, you know, in air quotes, need to win this game. But I think the doggies, the the engine through which their entire late season surge was was created, was DWZ fucking invigorated this side from from the fullback yeah, position. He's not there. They're not going to be there. Interesting. They've gone with Hoju straight back to fullback when Meany had been put there. Because Hoju was ineffective for yeah large part, so yeah, last game of the season. Yeah, who knows? Second last of the Broncos, yeah. but you know. 
the uh, look, I think the Broncos are going to win. The Titans take on the Dragons at Hope Solo Coliseum. This is a these. This is a okay. So where we got Arrow comes back in for the for the Titans. Fodderwijk is out. Rain is back. Peachy in the centres. Brimson five eighth. Yep. Fucking okay. Dragons. What are they doing? Smooth Corey at fullback. Tristan Saylor goes to the wing. Lomax is out and concussed. Oh, that's right. Reese Robson comes in because Cameron McInnes fucked his leg. Yeah. Oh, still, I mean, I look at that and go, oh, yeah, of course the Titans are going to win. But yeah, it's the Titans. Look at them. They're, yeah, exactly. They're a fucking shit circus as well. So what I can, what I, the, my prediction for this game is that the official crowd will be over 12,000. The actual crowd yep. will be under fucking two. Correct. The Tigers take on the Sharks. This is the big one. All the bickies. Winner gets into the finals. Loser can go fuck themselves. Mbai and Farah named on the extended 21-man bench. Reynolds is going to hooker. Madison to lock Eisenhuth bench. And uh, Madge has been shifting players at kickoff, so I, I presume that will happen again anyway. Yep. The Sharkies. Sean Johnson comes back in, and that removes uh, Flanagan out. So, yeah, will they kick more conversions? Hard to say. Fecky replaces uh, Katoa. Moylan on the extended reserves list in number 21. Bakuya out. Jack Williams in. That's a big out for the Sharks, too. Bakuya's fucking absolutely sensational for them. Yep. I'm going to have to say I think the Sharks are going to win this game and I think they're actually going to win it pretty well. I think that the Tigers have a, a lot of implosion history and if Robbie Farah plays this game, nature itself will conspire against them succeeding. That is correct. I agree. Panthers take on the Knights at Panthers Stadium. Egan in for Katara at hooker. Luai back on the bench. Mansour is on the extended reserves list. The Knights... Fitzgibbon goes to second row. Aiden Guerra benched. Man replaces Saifidi on the interchange. Otherwise, the same lineup from last week. Will you fucking get it done? Yes. For rugby league. Penrith, 13 plus. 13 plus, you say? Yes. Wrap this bitch up. Um, Twill Tourist. Cattle Dog Blue. The Twill Tourist in Singapore. As far away from Newcastle as I can get at the moment. Well done, sir. Good place to do it. Uh, the Biddles won. And I met a fellow Twill Nation brother at Blue MTS at a conference in Newcastle this week. Credit to that city. Great place. Such a passionate guy and great to chat with about the values and belief of the Twill family. It's what makes it the greatest pod community of all. I would like to know how you made yourselves known to each other. Was there a polo shirt involved? Was there a... Excellent, yes. Excellent question. And I too would like to see the answers as well. Is there a secret handshake we don't know about? Yeah. yeah because, I mean, yeah, I, I, would like, I, I would like to think that I'd know if there was a secret handshake. Was one of you like jizzing in the coffee thing and they're like, twill. One of the, one of the guys was wearing like furry fucking padded gloves. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know. I mean, I'm interested to know how you guys identified each other as, uh, you know, listeners. 
I mean, other than just you know, the standard just being remarkably good looking, no doubt. Um, Still, my favourite one so far was the one where the bloke was going through like airport security or something and had it on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> and the security guard's going like, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's my favourite one. And uh, I ate one-eyed tiger. He's uh, had the Twill Tourist sticker uh, chucked on the on the suitcase as he has left early and uh, not gone to Bali, but he has uh, gone to Italy. Yes. So... Um, Imagine that. I mean, they, they can't win now. I mean, they always have to lose because how how would it be for them to get into the finals when he's not yeah, there to see it? That's the disrespect. <laughs> we had uh, I'll Mate Warriors Suck Balls. When you're releasing details of 2020 members pack, look, we'll release them uh, for sale for the people who want to pay them off probably towards the, at the end of yeah. the season of the, you know, the end of the season of the show. Yep. Um, having said that though, it gives us about five or five weeks or so or six weeks to maybe we should start thinking about the contents of what we go thing, into the. I'm going to put a thread in the Facebook group mm-hmm. and I'm going to fucking preface it with this. I'm going to ask for suggestions for what you want to see in the members pack mm-hmm. with anything. We'll tolerate a certain amount of shit cunnery. Yep. But, Please try and keep this one to actual suggestions, and don't like double don't don't double up on suggestions and stuff either. I mean, you know, if, if you start off as a poll with a couple of items, you know, you started off. Oh no, no. Well, again, I don't even want to narrow it down. But if someone's yeah. already put in an item you want, yeah. just hit like on that. Yeah, don't, perfect. Don't put it in again. Yeah, read through the previous comments first. Yeah, that's it. it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Juliet Arthur on Twitter again still listening to the This Week in League podcast even went back and listened to previous ones Muppet Babies was one of my favourites not sure what that says about me (laughs) (laughs) Adam Brockman (laughs) Adam Brockman happy Father's Day to the Twill family Uh, may our children never read some of the content we post (laughs) Yes. May I should have never listened to any of the content yeah, that, that we post. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you know, I mean, you know, bring it back for Father's Day. I mean, as, as my daughter said probably two months ago now or something, it was, you know, <laughs> daddy, you know, she's got to go, you got to go to sleep because uh, daddy's naughty words friends coming over <laughs> to do their naughty words show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and uh, bitch, uh, finally got time to listen this week. Pushing for beaver-like longevity for Twill to play on for episode six six six. Yeah, so we literally have to double double its run. So it's like we're doing it in ten years' time <laughs> to get to that episode. Look, yeah, you know, I mean, if if we got to five hundred, it would be amazing. That's like such a big number. Yeah, even episode four hundred still is gonna is you know we'll take about you know. Three, the season years. after this, the season after next, yeah. sort of thing. It's a, yeah, towards the end of the season after next. I would we say. just we just need to go longer than Cameron Smith. That's all. Yeah, yeah, but maybe that's the goal. Yeah, one more episode than that cunt plays games. That's it. And Are we counting Origins and Tests and stuff as well, or just oh, like yeah. NRL games? But he only <laughs> plays one game a week. We do all of them. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, yeah. So, so what you what you're saying, and very rightly so, is that our achievements are far more significant than his. Far more. Yeah. Like I'll fucking I'll get a wife if it means I'll. Get a diamond ring for her. <laughs> Fucking green cunt. And then just cash convert it. And, <laughs> 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 uh, 
That is full time for episode 334. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. Um, also, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League and uh, slash group slash Twill Nation on Facebook as well. Or just jump in the search thing, hashtag Twill Nation. Um, podcasts, I go to Apple Podcasts and uh, I haven't even looked at what the fucking new criteria are, but um, just do a search for This Week in League. I think they've streamlined sports now and taken out of like the professional and the blood, you know, all these different categories. Yeah. The other thing that's being counted now is um, allegedly shares. So if you've got somebody that you think would listen to the show from Apple Podcasts, you can actually share yeah. it with them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if if you if you guys and girls were to make it the, the Apple the Apple users were to make it part of your routine to fucking go into the each week and just subscribe and unsubscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, and then share it, that'd be fucking huge. Um, tipping. I did have a thing. I didn't paste it in the document, but I had a thing this week where we were we were ranked in the UAE again and in Japan and uh, somewhere else fucking somewhere is you know strange that i wouldn't ordinarily consider to be a our constituency um tipping okay twosie on top with one round of play he's got a two-point buffer so i think that you know as uh, you know there, there are less possibilities as we get deeper into the season so i think he's looking good to take it pt tiger man next uh then we've got robbo conan the eel and voodoo rock all tied together and then we've got a log jam to round out the top 10 with matt f Yellowbond, cooked tip wobby farrah and myself still there super coach i got a message from sam uh today saying you better give me a fucking credit you know being a newcastle fan uh, he wants credit for the fact that he's number one in supercoach now in the in our competition um but still fucking amazing 49th overall so you have to imagine he's in with a chance um second arkham's inmates third notorious pod's absolutely shit the bed last week scoring about 300 points less plus than the other two ahead of him and he's just he's fucked his whole season uh, ivan's lost sons <laughs> eels can't deal eels big papa power the big puppies billy's bankers and meme queens round out the top 10 there's a lot of fucking puppies and eels <laughs> in the, yeah. in the uh, super coach you can certainly tell what the news stories were at the beginning of the year when people are creating that yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly um so yeah no it's Keep pushing, Sam. If you are fucking, uh, you're in 49th place overall at the moment. So I haven't looked at what the what the number one uh, place getter has at the moment. But I'd, I'd imagine that the difference between first and 49th would be fucking an insignificant amount of. It'd be it'd be a small margin, I reckon. Yeah. Um, the way that these things run. So uh, I hope you have a fucking incredibly lucky round this week, and uh, bring glory on yourself and the and the uh, listener group in general. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. you got to go get your fuck on. Yes. Good luck. Do us proud, son. Mm. And uh, <laughs> what a shame we're not live because if we were live, what I'd be saying right now is <laughs> send us send us your instructions. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to play this shit like, like chess. First 20 moves that user assigned <laughs> moves. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. I'm going to give you the address where I'm going just in case I never show up again, just so you can identify yeah. my body. Okay, cool. This one's uh claim claim your claim your children for my own. <laughs> the raise the raise them in the way on which I know that you would approve. <laughs> yeah, what did like you know at, at eighteen you go like just sit in you know instead of giving him my lightsaber or something, just sit him down in front of a microphone and be like, yeah. say cunt. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're going to play a little game of uh, word association. When I say Justin Pascoe, you say <laughs> Snake Car. You're ready. <laughs> you have ascended a fucking mountain. <laughs> uh, that's it. See you next week. See ya.